Welcome to the Leanne McCoy podcast. On this podcast, my mom talks about a lot of things, mostly prayer, but also spiritual warfare, parenting us, her adult kids, even though we might not need it as much as she thinks we do. She also shares what it's like to be a church lady, quotation marks, in an increasingly post-Christian world. And don't get me started on church ladies. This is a place where my mom admits that she contemplates things that are too wonderful to comprehend and where she shares interviews with people whose lives have greatly influenced hers. Just wait till you hear the interviews she's done with my sister and me. Mostly, she wants to remind us that no matter what we're going through, God's got this. I'm Michael McCoy, and this is my mom's podcast. She and my dad are in the Dominican Republic during vacation, ministry, and missions, which is most often how it is for them. But she sent us this episode while enjoying the beach reflecting on this new year and this month's celebration of 35 years of life at Thompson Station Church. She also celebrated her anniversary yesterday, and I hope you enjoy listening. As I record this, I'm sitting in the Dominican Republic looking out over some Caribbean blue ocean waters and um, having hiked up a flight of stairs (laughs) to find a spot where the music wasn't blaring and the sounds of the ocean weren't quite so loud. I know, hard problems on January 3, 2024. Tom and I got to ring in the new year, had a at a beautiful spot in the DR where we got to celebrate renewal of vows of a beautiful couple who um, have been married 10 years, where we also got to reconnect with another amazing couple who have meant so much to us in many years of our lives. And, and I had already told you in December that I was going to spend the month of January reflecting on the past 35 years as a pastor's wife at Thompson Station Church. I would imagine that um, not many people are pastor's wives, I guess as many as there are pastors who have wives. (laughs) And um, even fewer though are are wives of pastors who've stayed at the same church their entire ministry. Tom and I didn't start Thompson Station Church. We uh, restarted it. When we joined the families that were there, there were like eight people and um, maybe about 20 scattered about who had at one time um, participated in what had gone on in trying to start a church in the tiny community of Thompson Station. There were 600 mailing addresses when we arrived, and our church still to this day, of course, holds the permit number one for bulk mailing, because back in the 80s, that was the way to um, get the word out about anything going on at your church. It was by mailing people a postcard, the mailers we called them, and uh, (laughs) wow, we've, um, those were the days, and um, now I've grown old enough to say those were the days. I used to hear people say it and think, oh, I don't ever want to be that old. I don't want to be one of those people who says, oh, those were the days, but um, anyway, here I am. I am those people. I'm the age I remember my grandma being. (laughs) And I um, sat down the other day and tried to write out my reflections because I, what you guys don't know is I usually write before I speak because I 
that's the way that I can hone my scattered thoughts in and try to present them in a way that is not quite so scattered. But as I wrote that day, um, it seemed like all my reflections were only remembering the parts that were hard. And um, I came to the conclusion that that wasn't really fair because over these 35 years, we've certainly had hard times, but we've also had really great times. And I would like to say the great outweighed the hard, but um, I think it was probably about an equal balance of both hard and great. And sometimes it's all mixed together, right? The hard times you find out later are the great times. And then the great times you find out later were maybe not as great as you thought they were. But I remember somebody telling me when my children were approaching their senior year, you know, your kid's senior year in high school is another time to reflect. And they build the whole senior year up as a, as a time to remember and to reflect. And that whole year, I, I saw slideshows in my mind of when I had found out I was pregnant. And then when I, um, we had the babies, we welcomed them to the world. And then, you know, their first day of preschool and first grade and second grade, third, whatever, I was so sentimental. Every grade they went to, I would cry because they had grown so much older that year. And um, in that senior year, if you're not careful, you'll miss all the excitement of what's ahead and of what is right now if you spend all of your time looking back. And um, I was thinking about that as, I'm, as we move into this January. The church in true Thompson Station church form is prepared to, or preparing, I know, to love on us well. They always have. For us, being a pastor and wife has been a very humbling place where we have been loved well. We grew up with Thompson Station Church and we all weathered the storms and we all grew up together. And Thompson Station is still such a small community, even though it's tremendously larger than it was 35 years ago. Even those that parted ways with us along the way, maybe even because they disagreed with, um, most likely Tom, not me. <laughs> but um, even those have continued to honor us well and love us well in the small community that we live in. And, um, you know, it's, it's rich. It's so very rich to have had the experience that we've had. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to spend the whole month more letting you hear what my daughters have to say about growing up in the ministry home. And I hope that you'll take their um, episodes of this podcast and share it with other families that you know, other PKs that you know. You need to know that my family um, has lived authentically in this role of pastor and wife and family all 35 years of our ministry. We lived authentically when things have been good and we've lived transparently and authentically when things have been tremendously hard. And um, 
I loved the conversation that I had with Michael and Kaylee a couple of weeks ago, and we intended for it to be just one of many episodes this month, but it's going to be really the content of the month because <laughs> what started out to be one episode, I think, turned into three or four. And um, I literally sat listening to them talk and share and remember and relived a lot of life just listening to them. But instead of listening to me wax eloquent over the memories that I've had, um, I was thinking about that whole senior year in high school thing with my children. And what that person said to me, or a person said to me, was um, you have to be careful to realize that when you're looking back, it's like looking in the rearview mirror in your car. It's important to be aware of what's behind you. And it's very important to remember from where you've come but life is where you are right now, and um, God's got us always looking ahead. And with that said, this is a, a tremendous moment in our lives to be closing this very long chapter of life as the pastor and wife at Thompson Station. But our eyes are, as soon as we've been, you know, loved and as we've loved you, I'm talking to my people, our people now at Thompson Station, it's time for us to let that be in the rearview mirror and let's all just um, live the life we are in the right now and look ahead and um, love on our next pastor and his wife um, as well, maybe even better <laughs> if it's even a thing so that they will have what they need to be able to fight the battles they're going to have to fight that come their way simply from being in the role they're in. God has uh, blessed Thompson Station Church with a great pastor, and both the one that they have right now and have had for 35 years, but also the one they have right now and will have for many years to come. Um, so, with that said... I, uh, hmm, today's my anniversary. It's January the 3rd, and Tom and I have been married 37 years. We, you know, you can do the math. That means we had been married all of two years before we came to Thompson Station. So all of our married life has been here. Our children have jokingly said that the church was our firstborn, and the rest of them came uh, along after that. Um, it, it felt that way sometimes, but... I've, I have thought a little bit about how unique it is. Ministry is a little bit different than other careers uh, and vocations, but I've known people who've really loved their work and their life's callings and have poured themselves into it. And so it's not as unique as sometimes we want to make it seem um, because there's also just lessons in leadership that we learned along the way that I think anyone in leadership learns along the way. Um, it might feel different because we put so much emotion, allow so much emotion to flow through ministry. And it might seem different because we have different expectations when we're at the church. But, you know, churches are made up of people and people are, are flawed and um, we all make mistakes. I used to always think the neatest thing about Thompson Station Church was that when we made mistakes, we learned how to forgive each other, and we learned how to um, not harbor bitterness against each other, and we learned how to mend the broken walls so that we could move forward. Um, and I think that was part of the secret to our longevity there. 
the other secret was we just didn't have that many offers to leave. <laughs> just, I'm not kidding because that's true. But I do remember back in the early days, we had plenty of opportunities to leave. And it was funny because the way we handled it was it was kind of nice to be wanted. Um, you know, but it was also every time we compared what could be there, the dream of there, that dream would never um, materialize. There was so much more vision for where we are. And um, so I would imagine in that way, God just never called us away from here. I, um, in my reflections as a pastor's wife, I, um, I was a unique pastor's wife in that I also served on staff with Tom. I served on staff prior to being officially recognized as being on staff because with us being able to start with eight people, I think those first 10 years were maybe my favorite um, because we were able to do so many new and innovative things and we were able to move on a dime. You know, it didn't take long to get everybody rolling together. There was such um, enthusiasm and, and momentum and uh, family. Like it just, it became such family together. The second 10 years, I think I was busy rearing children. It was just a busy, busy season of life. We were going to ball games and rearing kids and building buildings. And um, that was a season that was very taxing on our, on our marriage, just because Tom and I were extremely active in our own callings, our own careers. That was the season that I really began to speak at many different places and, and um, write books and, and pick up and really begin to develop a ministry that was separate from Thompson Station Church. We called it Pray All the Way Ministries, and all through the years, I was learning to pray all the way. <laughs> and then um, the third decade, if you were to divide it like, you know, 10 and 10 and 10, um, we, for the most part, uh, moved very quickly from a fast track with great ambitions and tremendous goals and dreams and finally getting buildings built so that we could start, you know, we had a that C building, we call it now, was called the Equipping Center. And our vision was to take what God had done at Thompson Station and begin to teach other churches and invite them to come and to be trained. And we had quite a, a heart for the church at large, not just our church. And we wanted to start new churches. And we were just on the cusp of all of that when I decided along that same time to write two books on spiritual warfare and with both of those books, um, Satan launched a campaign against our family that um, has been intense and brutal and hard. And um, But we're still standing. <laughs> and out of that season of our lives, not only... I believe every family member would say that we love who we are now and where we are now. And so my... my heart now is that somehow our family will be able to, um, in the coming days, put some of that into words. That was what was really fun about what I'm about to share with you with the girls speaking, because I think you'll be able to pick up some of the depth and the breadth of the love God's allowed us to have as a family in the midst of all of the ministry. Um, 
as I'm sitting here reflecting on this, choking back tears, watching that Caribbean blue ocean waves, I'm so mindful of the literal hundreds of people who have prayed with me, um, encouraged me, allowed me to cry on their shoulder, who've gone to bat for me, who have um, believed in me, opened up opportunities for me to exercise the gifts that God's given me, even in non-traditional ways. The people who have chosen to learn from me and go on to do great and mighty things. It's just overwhelming sitting where I sit as I'm reflecting on the fact that I'm just a I'm just a girl who said yes to Jesus when she was 11 years old and am in awe of the life that he that he allowed to unfold for me. I was surprised at how good it's been. <laughs> and I'm also surprised at how hard it's been. And I'm surprised at how terrible it's been at times. It's all been quite a surprise. But ordinary would be boring, right? So, um, goodness, those are my reflections. I don't really know how else to put them into words. I'm, I'm a writer, and I haven't written a book in a while, um, except for my little book, Now That You've Been Baptized, which I'm going to do a shout-out to that little book right now. I, I printed it. Um, we published it last year. And um, I have plenty of copies in my garage, like I do of all my books. But um, this one is designed to walk with somebody right after they're baptized it, during that very exciting and, um, I believe, vulnerable time in their spiritual life when they're trying to get their feet under them and learn what it is they've just said yes to. And this book is meant to build a bridge to that adventure to kind of lead you through the orientation and get you on the path. And it's such a, a dynamic little book. It teaches you what it is you've done, who you are in Christ, this whole new identity you're putting on. Um, it, it, it encourages you to search and find the gifts that God's given you to get to know the people that God has allowed to be a part of your path. And in fact, I want to say that we Americans especially are far too independent. We, we are far too I do it myself mentality people. And I have to confess that one of my reflections as I look back over the past 35 years is that I often would let people get so close, but no closer. And that was a self-preservation mode. I was wounded quite a bit early in ministry, kind of betrayed by friends that I thought were very close. And um, it was easy to get in a victim mentality, which now when I look back, I'm like, you know, I wasn't so much a victim. I just let myself think I was so that I didn't have to admit the things that I was doing that created the conflict in those relationships. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really sometimes allow community to 
develop around me. And I've let that go in these last 10 years. I've had to um, for survival, obviously, but um, it's been really sweet and rich how much community um, Tom and I both have experienced and enjoyed. And what created the community was the, the havoc in our lives because, believe it or not, I wasn't the only one having the catastrophes happen to me. Other people were having it too. And when they were having it, they were drawn to us. And together, we were not just commiserating together, but finding ways to laugh and to encourage each other and to, you know, trust God more together. And that community. There's nothing else in this world that can replace the kind of community that Jesus lets us have with each other in the church. And so if you're like me and you're, you're kind of afraid of that or you've been burnt by friends, don't give up on people. Um, I'm sitting here right now just overwhelmed at how rich my life is because of the people in it. And I fully intend to spend my next years in ministry pouring into other people and um, being humble as other people pour into me. Um, and I, uh, I encourage and exhort all of my listeners to do the same. Um, I forgot what I was saying. This is why I write these things before I sit and just blah, blah, blah them. But um, my reflections, uh, it's, been, it's been a good 35 years. I do have complaints, but none that are, um, you know, horrific and none that would be like super surprising to anybody, especially to any other pastors or their, or their wives in ministry. So, um, and I have a lot of good things too, because so much of it has been so good. I've got company now up here on my balcony, so I don't know if they're going to love hearing the rest of this or not, but I'm going to finish up anyway. Um, Happy New Year. Uh, Every year I usually uh, recap my last year on December 31. And did y'all know that December 31 this past year was 123123? Isn't that cool? 123123? I don't know if that means anything, but it was cool. Um, But because I was in this beautiful DR doing this wedding vow renewal and enjoying the sunshine and the sand, I didn't take the time to look back over the past year. I I need a calendar in order to do that because most of the time my, my way of living in this life that is so full and so rich is to forget what lies behind and press on. And I, I don't even remember hardly what I did last month, um, much less last year. So um, anyway, this year I didn't set I didn't set resolutions either. I think that might be because we're in a transition year, and because it's a transition, I don't really know what's around the corner. But um, a couple of things, like I think if I were to share my resolutions with you, one would be to get in shape. I'm getting old, and I need to um, get after it again, and not just not just be lazy about that. So that's a very traditional New Year's resolution, and. It's going to be mine this year, and Tom and I've decided to make that our resolution together. And then um, I think the others are just to be so in sync with the with the Lord every step of the way that I say yes to what I'm supposed to say yes to, and no to what I'm supposed to say no to, and watch Him map out the the plan and the path. I um, also I think a new resolution is going to be to enjoy. Um, my family and my marriage on the other side of ministry 
role in the church. I think it's going to be really fun to have time and relationship with each other without being tethered to um, the conscious or unconscious reality that all that we do needs to be, you know, done being mindful that there are, you know, thousands of people watching us do it. (laughs) So I think we're going to enjoy kind of being able to cut loose from that and not even have to think about that anymore. Tom McCoy would say that I think far too much and that none of that has ever even crossed his mind. And that's why, you know, he's approaching these things very differently than I am. But it is what it is. And we are who we are. So anyway, I think I've waxed eloquent long enough um, in my rambling for um, me to wrap this up. And what I want you to know is that um, this is going to be a great year for you. Um, Every day, his mercies are new and um, great is his faithfulness. And then I also want you to really enjoy these episodes with my daughters and um, share them, share them, share them. I know a lot of PKs would love to hear it. And I think that it's also important for other families and people who love church to hear what their hearts have to say. So anyway, Happy New Year. Um, I'm glad to get to shout out to you from the DR on this, my 37th wedding anniversary, as Tom and I embark on this one last month where he's the lead pastor at Thompson Station Church, and we get to celebrate what all that has meant for all of us. Y'all take care, and I look forward to sharing my daughters and their voices with you this month. I hope you enjoyed that podcast uh, while mom is away for uh, that vacation ministry and missions all tied into one and um, reflecting on her what's going on in their life right now at the beach super jealous but we're excited to share these podcasts over the next few weeks and I know my sister and I really laid it all out there in our interview and we hope you uh, take a listen and enjoy it and get as much from it as we did while we spent all day recording with mom and also just um, remember that God's got this and this is the Leanne McCoy podcast. Have a great day.